episode number 16 of the Scoop Phase. I'm Day Day. I'm Zach. I didn't even know we were starting, so screw you people. Um, yeah, I like to throw a little, I like to mix it up because, uh, I'm predicting a huge resurgence of Team America. That, you're just jumping right into things, aren't you? Yep. That's like, just prefacing the entire show. Like, I, I expect Team America. I hate mental misstuff. I'm playing blue in uh, Chicago next year. I like cheeseburgers. And then that's the end of the episode right there. Yeah, that's... Put that up. We're not, we're not, we're not doing standard decks today, day-day. This um, is the scoop phase. We do legacy here. A little bit of modern. But mostly legacy. What? We are... Lick my butt and suck on my balls. I'm pretty sure I'm not doing that. Okay, anyway. Um... Welcome to the show, guys. This is number 16, as day-day said, and, uh... Today, we are going to be going over uh, quite a few things. Our previews for Star City Games in Indianapolis, which apparently I didn't even realize was a thing until yesterday. That's how on the ball I've been lately. You're pretty bad. I'm Let's sorry. just go ahead and get it out in the air. Snapcaster Mage has been giving me a stiffy, and it's, oh. it's taken me a week to get rid of it. So, uh, but Here's what we're going to go over the show. I think we should start doing that, so if people want to keep listening, they can, for the good stuff. We're going to go over, we're going to preview Star City Games in Indianapolis, Indianapolis, which is a medical condition where you go play Magic in uh, Indiana, and then you lose a lot, so, and (laughs) Um, that that includes, like, what you're going to be playing in your, what you should be playing in your sideboard, what you expect to see, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. What legacy looked like before Middle Misstep? Four months ago, ruined our lives. Yeah, and we're gonna we have a list of uh, decks we're gonna go over. Um, uh, nothing too big. We're gonna go over a high tide, uh, not primer, but we're gonna explain to you guys how the deck works because if you're new to Legacy and you haven't played before Middle Mistout, uh, you've never seen this deck before, and this deck is a deck to watch out for. Not a lot of people are gonna be able to play it because it's so expensive, but if you have no idea what you're playing against, they'll just beat you out of nowhere. Um, yeah, we're going to go over some little helpful tips. Like, we neglected be do- to do this a couple weeks in a row now. But, uh, like, we, we really like to help our listeners. And a lot of people, uh, like, whenever, yeah, we do care for you. And at big events, I just happen to notice that a lot of people don't know how to pace themselves. They'll just get dehydrated, hungry, have headaches. I mean, I'll be honest, I've done it myself too, but we'll we'll give you some tips on uh, how to better pace yourself. Um, Okay, so pacing yourself at an event. uh, We're going to go into, since no rug is pretty much, I think, dead, Mm -hmm. what we're going to go into is no band. Mm -hmm. A deck that was, was top aiding, I think it won a few before Middle Misstep was printed. Uh, and what we think is the better version of Natural Order. Right. I think collectively agreed, without Middle Misstep, it's better. Uh, because the only reason you were running No Rug was to beat all the mid-range blue combo decks with uh, no, Red was, Elemental Blast. Well, that too. Like, that was the that main had, reason to run. I mean, it had it had a better matchup against, like, the super fast aggro decks, too. Oh, yeah. But and now... Bolt and Coddle and all that. But no band is better in the... We'll we'll go over it later. Okay, and I'm going to give you guys a primer on what a post-mental misstep Stoneblade deck should look like. Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, We're going to be talking about the Team America things. We're going to be talking about the Thopter Sword countertop things. This is all going to be a part of the uh, what Legacy looked like before mental misstep. And Uh, what deck we think is going to be the surprise winner... And what you should be getting ready to see a lot of. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, we're going to save that for a secret. And we're probably going to give you a primer on it because it's not actually an expensive deck. Yep. And I think this is the first week uh, that we've had a show where uh, within a stride fully spoiled. So we might go over a couple cards we, we're looking at. Legacy playable cards. Right. And, well, There's at first glance, legacy playable cards in, in a stride. Right. I only see like two, but... Whatever. Let's go. All right. Oh, wait. So this isn't a magic show, shit. We don't have a little music interlude. Yeah, we're poor, we're poorly produced. Evan Irwin is strictly better than us at producing. 
Um, but, um, All right, so Star City Games Indianapolis is the first new standard, new draft format, new everything. Energy. It is going to be all and, eyes on Indianapolis. And new modern side events. They're going to be running modern side events? Yes. Okay. Um, what we're going to go over is not standard because that's going to be rehashed in every other podcast. Mm-hmm. We're not going to go over drafts because there's three or four podcasts that go We might go over there. a little bit of modern. But it's mostly going to be legacy today. We're going to step... Why don't we cover a little bit of modern? Uh, since they banned... Rod of Flame. Rod of Flame. All these turn two wins, essentially. Yeah. And they got rid of the the looming card that was... Cloudpost. In the format, in Cloudpost. Yep. What do you think is going to be a resurgence? Like, what deck do you think is going to be... I, I still think the Kiki Jiki Pestermite deck and there, all that. I still think that's going to be a deck. It's going to be a deck. It's just slower because... Because stuff like Slide of Hand and Gitaxian Probe and those, those kind of cards are just a little bit slower than Preordain and Ponder were. Um, well, they're strictly like like one card less digs. And sometimes yeah. you just need that like one extra card. And I think uh, Control Deck... Or, see, Combo is weak against the Aggro Decks, apparently, which is usually the opposite. Usually it's Combo beats well, Aggro. When you have Zoo r- Splashing Blue for Unified Will and uh, Rune Snag, <laughs> you know, they go Nacoddle Go, uh, upkeep, swing Nacoddle, the and then counter the first thing you play, and then they start laying down other creatures, and it's a pretty good deck. I think Blue Zoo is going to be everywhere. I, Countercat. As it's Countercat. Called. That's the dumbest name. I think it's called Blue Zoo. It's Countercat. Whatever. Uh, Play them off, Countercat. Do, 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 do. Stop. I can see Callie Anderson doing that. Stop. Play them off, Countercat. Anyway, so uh, what I think is going to be actually played a lot of uh, Blue-Green Urzatron might see play. Uh, Zoo, obviously. Um, I'm looking for some kind of, like, Grixis control deck to pop up. Like in old, modern. Old, like, yeah, modern, what? modern, modern. Like, uh, old school, like, Cruel Tomato kind of decks. Five-color control. No, you're, you're crazy. Why? It's too slow. There's not really combo decks anymore. Yeah, there is. Like what? The Swinter Twin deck? Oh, it gets countered. Uh, and it runs swap deck instead? Yeah. No Rattle Flame. No Rattle Flame kills that deck? Yes. Okay, alright. Just making sure. Yeah, they have to wait like... That that's, That turns that deck into like a turn 5 or turn 6 combo. Okay. Alright, so... um, I don't know what modern... I think this is going to be a real indicator of how this format is going to start shaping up. I think a lot of people are going to be looking at the results from the modern side of it, actually, to see kind of what decks pop up. Um... Especially with it being about a turn too slow now. Turn slower, not too slow. Uh, so, Legacy, okay? What what, what do you think is going to be happening here? I, I expect a lot of the team decks, the three-color control type decks, to pop up. I don't, personally, because I think with Middle Messed Up getting banned, as of, or as of this recording, it's Thursday, so it gets banned tomorrow. Um... I think with Middle Messed Up getting banned, I think everybody's going to be running for those decks that just got obliterated by Middle Messed Up. I'm talking so you think Combo's going to be the deck? Merfolk, Goblins. Breakfast. Not really Breakfast. Breakfast got myrtleized by that card. Uh, Dredge. Uh, elves. Epic Storm. Elves High Tide. I don't think people are going to be going to Elves. So if you're going back elves to is a, turn right. two win. <laughs> If you're going to back to a old combo deck that went off really fast, why elves just go with Epic Storm Tur- or, uh, right. or High Tide? Alright, elves is just as consistent as those two decks that you just aforementioned. Okay. Uh, and it's I don't got, think you've ever played an elf deck. So I've literally played deck. combo elves. You're crazy. And you ramp out to Emrakul and you win. Yeah, you're crazy. Pretty sure you're crazy. Alright, thank you for dragging... Down there. I'm not a dragon. <laughs> I'm a human. <laughs> so, okay, so Star City Games in Indianapolis is going to be the first post-mental misstep legacy tournament. Uh, we thought we should go over what legacy looked like before misstep. 
Uh, we're going to go over a few decks. And yeah, we pulled up a couple weeks before uh, Middle Mess Up was released, which was May 13th. That was the day Matt, that uh, Legacy died, or uh, One Drops died in Legacy. But uh, now it's back, and the first one I, I popped up was the Star City Games Atlanta, where a friend of ours, David Vaux, uh top forward with uh, Elves. That deck was absolutely obliterated by High Tide. The hat, the the hat well, I thought he, I thought he like lost on a missed trigger. Who, David? Yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, but this was game two, and he is already down a game. So, didn't he have win on board though? No. Oh. All right. Uh, let's just go up their top sixteen, and these are going to be decks you're going to see. Uh, first place is High Tide. We're going to go further into High Tide. Uh, here, don't, here probably after this top sixteen, we're going to cover a few of these decks. In Atlanta, it was High Tide, Dredge, High Tide, Elves, Bant Agro, played by Caleb Durward, uh, Dredge, Zoo, my Pat Cox, Natural Order Bant, which Anderson. is played by Todd Anderson, Green White Agro, which is uh, uh, Maverick, Maverick, uh, High Tide, Green White Agro, Cephalid Breakfast, Countertop, Bant Agro, Zoo. So what we see here is a lot of high tide, but this was really spiked for this tournament. Well, there's a, that was only three, but I mean... Out of the top eight. <laughs> that was pro- that's two of oh, the top two eight. Two of top eight. But my point is, of all the people there, there was probably only about five or six people actually playing high tide. So 50% of them top 16. Yeah. So, I mean... Well, it, no one had seen that deck before. No, no. This was... High tide had done well weeks before this. Uh, Jesse Hatfield has won three, I think, with High Tide. I think this is the only one he's won with High Tide. The other no. ones he wins with oh, it's Alex Hatfield. Alex Hatfield. He so wins with Zoo. Zoo. But, uh, one of the Hatfields. Jesse Hatfield has Zoo Monster. Has won a couple times. But you can see that Zoo is a deck. Dredge is a deck. Um, All these things Vant is a deck. And Countertop is, it was slowly getting neaked out there before Mental Misstep. But Countertop's going to see a resurgence. Yeah, uh, people like I've talked to were like, "Oh, this is gonna go to everybody winning on turn two, bullshit." Like the people that like absolutely hated and messed up getting unbanned or getting banned, and I'm like, "You didn't really play before Mental Messed Up, did you?" Yeah. What did you play? Turn two combo decks. Okay, how much? How how often did you win? No, really, but that's not the point. But uh. But this this is yeah yeah counter, countertop kept them like missed up list legacy yes and countertop's gonna be a deck uh, it's not you see like every deck that resolves a one round of one drop right here mm-hmm. high tide resolves around two one drops dredge around two one drops in in uh, cabal therapy and uh, putrid amp breakthrough and breakthrough uh, elves which. God, if you counter, like, the first two things that elves play, they're dead in the water. Uh, especially if you counter uh, uh, Glimpse of Nature. Uh, we've went over elves in uh, an earlier episode before. Yeah, I remember uh, in one of our, like, first couple of episodes, we went over... We can find that. ...a top 16 of a, uh, of a Star City Games open, and I made the comment about how many different, form, uh, how many different architect, architect, uh, archetypes there were, and how healthy I thought the format was being. And then, after that, the number of middle missteps in the top eight skyrocketed. And the number of different archetypes went way down. It started turning into nothing but no rug, dredge, and stoneforge, or stoneblade. And now, this is... Two-Face episode number four was elves. Yep. But, uh... You can find that on our website at thescoopface.com. Thank you for interrupting me for the upteenth time. Yeah. And uh, you completely made me forget what I was going for. Thanks. You were going top eight, and it degenerated into three decks. Yeah. But now that Missteps banned, I think it's going to go back to 13, 14. How many archetypes are in this top eight? One, two, three. There's high tide, dredge. Four, five. Five? That's pretty good. Oh, in the top eight? Yeah. yeah. I mean, ban aggro and zoo... Eh, there are about six and one half dozen. The Man, board, Agro and Zoo is nothing. The online. board is the same. It doesn't Your matter. Your sideboard the same. It doesn't matter. That doesn't make them the same archetype. 
Okay, whatever. It would be called Bant Zoo if it was Zoo. Bant Agro. Asshole. <laughs> but, right. uh, my point is, I don't see more than two or three of the same deck in the top 16 of Indianapolis. This is going to be such a diverse top 16. Um, I'm really looking for the veterans to take over. Now, this is a... We're looking... I agree. I, I think... This is a week after This is a Atlanta. week... No, no. This is like three weeks after. That was the third. And this is the 24th. So oh, it's the next one, though. Yeah, the next one... Now, this is a top eight that I can wrap my head around, and I really like. Uh, of course, it's got some pretty big players in there. You have... This is when Alex Burton Sr. was on this, like, rampage with Merfolk. Right before Middle Misstep got banned, he, then he dropped Merfolk. Printed. Got printed. Yeah. And uh, he was on this tear with, with Merfolk, like, beating everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in this top eight in Boston... Star City Games Boston. This is a sick top eight. You have Merfolk Junk, which is black, white, uh, green, uh, like control the aggro. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elves, which we keep saying, and I mentioned earlier, is a deck and will be a deck. I don't think it will. Uh, Team Italia, played by Gerard Fabiano, which has it really doesn't matter what he's met- playing, he's that fucking good. Uh, the thing <laughs> is, I think he's the only one. He, he is the Italian Conley Woods. <laughs> because that has never done well before and has never done well since. So that's a one-time hit right there. But he's that good. Isn't that a testament how good he is? Like, well, that, that's why he's a commentator now for Star City Games. Yeah. Uh, Merfolk, uh, <laughs> as you can see, a tree trend. No Bant, again, played by Reed Duke. But that actually wasn't No Bant. That one was actually No Rug. They just labeled it as No Bant. I believe that's... Was the first tournament that No Rug actually showed up? And people are like, "What? What's this kid named Reed Duke playing?" And now Reed Duke is actually one of the more more known names. It's up there with AJ Soccer and Jerry T and uh, and then Gerard. Yeah, and then you have AJ Soccer and Samuel Lang playing Stifle Knot, different variations. Yeah, Stifle Knot had a little resurgence. Like, Stifle Knot's one of those things that you have to wait until nobody expects it. Because they can, it can be hated out very easily. Yeah, you just control the board. Like, this guy was playing countertop with Stifle Knot. So, basically, the Stifles and the Knots take over for the counter and the, or not countertop, but a Doctor Sword combo. Mm-hmm. And you just control the board until they have nothing. And you just countertop them away, and then you finally play Stifle. Or you play Dreadnought and then stifle the trigger, and then you sit on one Dreadnought, and they can't play anything because of countertop. Yeah, which I don't think that will be a viable deck anymore. I think the format's changed to be... People understand Legacy more to be faster now. I don't think a a blue control deck can counter... I don't think they can control someone that long to to successfully resolve that and stick it for two swings. Right. Um... Especially, like, with Pride Mage and Green this Sun. Was, this, this was, was actually, before Green Sun. Yeah. This was actually a bit before um, Jace started seeing a lot more play. Because Jace kind of beat Stone, uh, Phyrexian Dreadnought. Yeah, I mean, they go Dreadnought, and you're like... And this was not before Green Sun. This was after Green Sun. Okay. But so you can Green Sun out of countertops... Curve. Right. Like you, you could green sun for five and just go grab your pride mage and yeah. then blow up the, the thing. Right. So well, I mean six. Six completely gets it out of their curve. But you're probably not gonna hit that. They don't run Jace either, so uh well, I mean this is a this is a whole new format. Top top sixteen finishing out. Junk, no bant, Doctor Sword, Dredge, Stifle Countertop, Painted Stone, High Tide, and Goblins. Mm-hmm. That's a tough top 16 for Goblins. And I think I, I counted this one. This was uh, 14 different archetypes in the top 16. That's why I love Legacy and why I'm so excited about post Mental Misstep Legacy. Mm-hmm. And I'm mad that I can't go to Nashville. Uh, yep, it's going to be a solo shot for me. I'm, I'm representing both halves, halves of the, uh, the scoop phase. Okay, so we talked about that. Sideboarding strategies for Indianapolis going into this cold. 
I have neither one of us are going, but I'm going. Indianapolis? Oh, Indianapolis. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, no, I'm already there. <laughs> We're on Skype right now. Sideboard, <laughs> uh, obviously Merfolk. Okay, obviously you need combo and dredge. I well, wouldn't I mean, expect affinity because affinity was done. You can't like, really, that did not affect you affinity. Can't, you can't really go by that. Though. You can't really just say, "Hey, expect these decks sideboard for them." You've got to find cards that that deal with multiple decks that you're expecting. You can't say, "Okay, I'm expecting affinity and I'm playing blue white. Let's do a Kataki." You can't really go like that because Kataki does well against affinity, while it won't do well against another artifact based deck. You got to go, "Okay, if I'm expecting odd affinity, uh, mud." You probably uh, wouldn't put in Painter Stone. Then you put in Null Rod or something like yeah. that. Null Rod probably be. Which y'all should probably not be playing Null Rod in Nashville. Just saying it now. <laughs> Do uh, not play Null Rod. Well, you all, like all right. I would say the the five major decks that you're gonna have to make a personal judge call. Just like, like judge. Yes. Okay. Call a judge. Ask him about strategies. <laughs> more strategies. No. <laughs> I would say number one is ad nauseum tendrils or some variation. The hate's the same for all of them. Uh, Somewhere, yes. So other sworn canonist, chalice uh, for zero, chalice, chalice of the void, and uh, what's another one? Rule of law. Um, hmm. That's a legitimate thing. Mind brick traps. Leyline of sanctity. Leyline of sanctity. Fluster storm. Fluster storm. Uh, Azurite. Azurite. That puts the clock on. Alright, so we just named a, a five. Uh, as Drake counts as two. So six of them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> counter for, or uh, sideboard for uh, Dredge is going to be Tormod Scripts, Ravenous Trap, uh, Nile Spellbomb. Leyline of the Void. Leyline of the Void probably is the best. Leyline of the Voids is the nuts. Like, I'm, the, I'm not really certain why people are even thinking of playing anything else. Because you have to mulligan to it, and sometimes. Well, all right. Here's the argument a lot of people make: if you're running four leyline of the void and you don't see it like on your second mulligan, like I, you just pretty much lose anyway. So here's the thing, and you also to correctly board against dredge and storm, you need about six sideboard cards. So here's the thing. I've heard that that excuse a couple times. Oh, you have to mold into it. Well, the thing is, if it's not, if Leyline's not in your opening hand at the beginning, if the if Leyline was let's just say Tormod script, it's still not in your hand. You still have to draw into it. Yeah, I, I just think you can catch them. Like, all right, all I've got to do with, like, I played Dredge, and when people would go Leyline of Void, I would just go, all right, Chain of Vapor. And then I would just proceed to dredge out because they're not going to get to the five mana if they're running black to cast Leyline Void. Four, four mana. B- before I win. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that. That, or you run Ray of Revelation. Using that kind of logic, then there's no reason to run any kind of sideboard. Well, you can also just jack the hell out of them if they didn't catch. Because it's really hard to mulligan with, with dredge. Right. And storm. Mm-hmm. Both of them have to, like, Really keep really strong hands to even be in the game. Yep. So when they they can't like mulligan down to hate out your hate card. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You're right. Uh, I, I I mean, high, uh, dredge is gonna be there. High tide is another one you have to worry about. I think high tide's gonna be there. M- maybe in like a small like eight ten player group. Right. Because it's so expensive. Like there are there are the the reset versions too. It's Reset is another high tide deck. That's not the the candelabra deck that does just as well. Maybe one turn slower, but it has more counter magic and can go off on it. It goes off on your turn, but not theirs. That way, if you somehow stop them, they can be like, okay, my turn, draw. Oh, I'll uh, do all this, and you're tapped out. Your turn, oh, I'll go off again. But um, there's an infinite combo with Storm uh, playing. Uh, Snapcaster Mage and a reset, and something else. That doesn't sound right. And it, it re, it, uh, I can't remember what it is, but it's infinite combo, and then you just memory erosion them, or whatever that card is. Brain freeze. Brain freeze. Brain freeze. Yes. Memory erosion. My bad. 
Uh, but Hata, it's the same as Storm. It, it kind of segues into what we were going to talk about next was uh, how to like what Hata actually runs and stuff like that. Which I re- I pretty much know the list offhand, the really good lists. The main cards that you need to know about is Four Candelabra of Tonos, which is a one mana artifact. It has X and tap to untap uh, X lands. And see, that's all well and good. You pay four to untap your four lands. That's not the best thing. Because it really goes with the High Tides, the namesake of the deck. High Tides of Blue Sorcery that says Islands you control tap for an additional blue mana. So you, you spend your first couple turns building up High Tides. Playing, like you just have them in your hand or you merch a scroll for one or something like that. I, I, I'm sorry, High Tides is instant, not a sorcery. Because uh, that's the only way you can get Merchant Scroll. Uh, get it with Merchant Scroll anyway. Yeah. Um, so you just High Tide, High Tide, High Tide. You use your Candelabra, untap all your lands. Your lands tap for four apiece. Uh, you tap them all. Turn about your. You turn about, which is blue, blue, and two for an instant, to tap or untap all artifacts, creatures, or lands you control. Which, depending on what you have, like late game, like late game for high tides, like turn five, you can have like three candelabras in play, and it's actually better to turn about artifacts to untap all your candelabras, and you actually net more mana out of those candelabras than untapping your. And mana. then it runs what the cunning wishes, cunning wish to go get either uh, pack negation if they think you've uh, you're going to just like sand, uh, sandbag counter spells. It can go get the wind condition of the deck, which is Blue Sun Zenith. Uh, brain Freeze for the mill. It can go get uh, stuff to deal with hate cards. You have Ethers from Cannons on play. End, end of the turn, I'm going to... Wipe away? Uh, end of the turn, I'm going to Cunning Wish for Wipe Away or uh, Rebuild or any of those. Repeal, Snap, any of those. And just bounce your guy. My turn, I'll go off. I win. Yeah, they'll make you draw their whole deck, yep. or your whole deck, with Blue Sun. They'll Blue Sun you for, like, 80, Yep. and you just lose. Yep, and you can, like, uh, the the real reason why this deck is actually good is Time Spiral. Time Spiral getting unbanned when, uh, when Survival of the Fittest got banned uh, is the reason uh, This deck is so exists. much fun. God, if I can you play this deck! You pay six mana... In exile, time spiral. Uh, each player shuffles their hand to their library, or their hand in the graveyard to the library, and draws seven. And then you untap six lands. That word, those, those that last sentence is what makes this good. You untap up to six lands. Yeah, and then you like so play like, another high tide. I'll untap all these islands that I'll tap for four or five each. Tap for four. High tide, high tide. Now all these other islands I have tap for six each. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's the main reason High Tide works. It's a good deck. It has Force of Will back up. Has Force of Will back up. Packed. I mean, you can just pack the negation someone and pay for it easily. Mm-hmm. Easily, you can just High Tide yourself which, and then pay for it. Which you, they usually just use it to protect itself, really. Yeah, I mean, when they're going off, they're gonna make you draw anyways. Right. And you know, once you can't draw, you lose the game. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, you could sideboard in that new guy, Laboratory Maniac. Oh. <laughs> you just, I'm pretty sure they just bounce it. Yeah, it would be funny, though. Like, uh, they just, like, go off and you have open mana, and they're like, what are they going to play? And just all this stuff, like, Blue Sun for Abe, like, in response, flash in this guy. Blue Sun is all. Uh, uh, I <laughs> <laughs> Aether Violet in. Aether Violet. Merfolk sideboard card. Aether Violet. For is Laboratory If Maniac. someone wins by that, you get a free... A free Scoop Face t-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> you have to document it. On my last trigger for Blue Sun? Uh, no, it's, they all draw at the same time. Oh, they do? Yeah, it's not like Storm or anything. It's like, okay, uh, you're Blue Sunning me for how much? 82. Well, I don't have Why would you not cards. lose there? Oh, his trigger would go on the stack. Right. Okay. That would be fucking hilarious. Yeah. 
Because they're going to blow all their mana to blue sign you. Well, no, they're not. No, what, what trigger are you talking about? The, when you have no cards in your library. No, that's not a trigger, because you would just lose. It's a, if you would lose the game from drawing, trying to draw a card that's not there, you win instead. That would be fucking so great if someone did that. Oh, I, like, seriously. I'm you, gonna, you get a free t-shirt if you do this. Yep, just... <laughs> Let's call this the laboratory challenge. The laboratory challenge. Oh my god. Okay, so, it runs, which is real strange, uh, in the sideboard, what was you saying? What? No, oh, no, 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 no. It runs uh, an alt-win con of uh, brain, brain freeze. freeze, which they just... They mill three for two mana. Let it storm. Yeah, and they can easily storm out. Yeah, and they honestly, doing the math on it, they only need to play something like 18 to 20 spells, which is really easy for this deck. Yeah, they can sit there and go forever. They can go like Actually, ponder, preordain, ponder, preordain, ponder, preordain, time spiral. Start it all over. Turnabout. Is Snapcaster Mage is going to be in this deck? Oh, yeah. That's that's a done deal. What do you think? What do you anticipate them cutting? Um, for for Snapcaster Mage, probably a mate, uh, a meditates, uh, a merchant scroll. Yeah, because you're just a ponder and a preordain. Maybe because you're just going to be reusing all this. A lot of people like I could see it doing really well with some of these spells, but others no because that kind of takes away the time sprawl stuff. I would have to see the deck. Like, actually being played to do, like, to, I want to see the math. Like, on paper, it sounds amazing, but, uh, you exiling I'm just saying, if you, if you exiling wish. Exiling your stuff does not sound like a good I've idea. I've got 90 mana sitting here. For some reason, I don't have a force of will. And I go cunning wish to go grab the blue sun. Okay. You go force of will. Oh shit, I got a snapcaster mage. Alright, I'll snapcaster mage targeting, uh, cunning wish. I'll go get blue sun and kill you. You know, just that's the scenario. I mean, yeah. it's a piss poor scenario, but just on the odd chance that Force of Will got surgically extracted. Uh, <laughs> something like that. Uh, it runs toolbox sideboard. Yeah, like the sideboard. It, it runs wishes, so it kind of has to. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a it fast has, combo. It can go off on turn three, or actually it can go off on turn two, right? Uh, God hand. I think turn three. Is probably like I'm sure turn two is possible, but very very. You would have to nut out and be playing against like Zoo. Yeah. Uh, okay, so hot line we went through extensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we, we're gonna go over the Stoneblade list, okay. uh, but first we're gonna go over what's different in No Bant versus No Rug. Yeah. All right, and I'm gonna pull up Reed Duke's No Bant list pre mental misstep. That's the No Rug deck. I know. I'm just saying that. And I'm going to pull up the actual Todd Anderson no band. Uh So, obviously, if you've this, been playing... No, not that one. Uh, no, hold on, hold on. Uh, obviously, if you've been playing Legacy lately, you know what no band, or uh, no, no rug, rug is. You've played against it. And basically, I, I don't know what they would subjugate instead of the... Uh, Mental missteps? Like, what would they put in there instead? They had, uh, bolts in there. Uh, bolts? Like, the, see, that's the thing. You can't really look at old no-rug lists and compare them to the new no-rug lists, because stuff has come out since then. The, uh, the new no-rug lists are running Grim Lava Master. So, and this one doesn't. It's running bolts and chain lightnings and all this random stuff. I mean, it, it even has this flame slash in the sideboard. That's kind of poop. But uh, the no bant lists, instead of running all these burn spells for the small creatures, they run uh, source plowshares for the big creatures. Yeah, it runs Solid Pride Mage. It also runs Pride Mage for artifact and enchantment removal. Rock Swarm up to battle super aggro decks. Yeah. Um, two two Tarmogorf, Terravore, Trigon Predator, three Spell Pierce. Uh, four swords to plowshare. I'm just reading off Todd Anderson's list. Green Sun. So it's like almost like a toolbox vant list with the natural order, uh, natural order into Progenitus. Yeah, uh, another 
which Todd didn't run it because he probably didn't expect it, but if like something like Emrakul is around, uh, they run Caracas too, or they can run Caracas if needed. Which or it, you board into your what Vendillion clicks, and you can just Caracas them all day. You can just Caracas Vendillion yeah. click, Caracas Vendillion click, just hold, rate, you can hold hands with, away. You can do it with Lawan too. La, yeah, Lawan has they have a hard time winning. Merfolk does. We we didn't go over Merfolk hate. If you don't know what that is, it's Lawan. If you don't have that, it's just spot removal on their Lawan and uh, Firespout. Firespout, Jackson. Yeah. And explosives. And pernicious team. Yeah. And ratchet ball. No. And Azadric. You die before you get the two counters you need on Azadric. Um. But Todd's uh, Todd's sideboard was kind of weird. Avengers in the car seems really weird, as well as Queer and Ranger. But th- then again, this was a lot, this was months and months and months. This is four four months ago, something like that. Which speaking of Todd Anderson, we might might have him on soon. Might might have him on soon. Probably to talk about new standard, post Middle Misstep legacy, everything else. Every, literally everything else. His, he has 20,000 reasons that he likes magic right now. 20,000. Yes. Okay, so I I think this the reason this the bant is going to be able to hang in you know now without middle misstep is because it just has a way of alt winning with just out controlling someone with bigger creatures. And sometimes that's really all you need. Mm-hmm. You don't need to need a natural order into progenitus. You've got toolbox green suns in at that dot deck, and so sick. I don't know why he's got fauna shaman in here. I'd probably cut fauna shaman for a. Uh, I know exactly what I'd cut that fauna shaman for. That's a main board, uh, another main board pride mage. Yeah, like yeah. Like I said, this was a long time ago. It was. He probably only had two Tarmogoyfs. <laughs> That's probably why. He's like, oh, shit, I only have two Tarmogoyfs. Let's put a Funnel Shaman and a Trigon Predator or a Terravore or something like that. All right. Here's my word on the streets of what a new Stoneblade's going to look like. I think this looks awful. You don't like Just it. Saying it. You don't like it. I can see how dumb it would be. Uh, it's running... The, the list I've got is running four force, four stone force, three spell snare, three spell pierce, three snapcaster mage, two counter spells, two echoing truth, one batter skull, one feast and famine, two vendillion clicks, four brainstorm, three jace, four source of plowshare, one crucible, four wasteland, four mistress factory, four flooded strand, two misty rainforest, two tundra, four islands, and two plains. So no ancestral visions and no, uh, can't, Either one of them? You, you just have to... There's no draw engine in that deck. You don't need it. There's no Jaces in that deck. Yeah, there are. There's oh, three Jace. Jace. Still, Jace and Brainstorm is done enough. You have to have either Standstill or Ancestral Visions in that deck. Why, why so? Probably Standstill. You need an early game draw engine. And Brainstorm is not an actual draw engine. That's a filter engine. Yeah. Like I said, this is a preliminary deck. I've someone sent me. I think this, I think the decks, even with the with what I what I would suggest in it, would be way too slow for the format. Snapcaster Mage is getting way too much hype. Hype. It. The best thing it's going to be doing is it's going to be a three mana brainstorm, three mana swords. That's it. Yeah, I, uh, echoing truth. Like all these things are really stupid good targets. Like Spell Snare and Spell Pierce and Snapcaster, like all these, all these are really good cards to just sit there and just get value, extreme value out of your cards. Thing is, you're also going to be tapping mana, which blue or like blue based control decks don't tap their mana, uh, very often. Cause up until, well, I guess now, all their counter spells are free. Yeah. So now they can't just go turn to Stoneforge, go get Batter Skull, because they actually have to have their mana open to counter stuff. Well, the way the deck was winning before Middle, or while Middle Misstep was legal, is like they counter the first thing you play, counter the second thing you play, counter the third playing, oh shit, there's Batter Skull on board, and you've lost. Eh, I, I don't like that at all. 
Because you can't just use counter spells as a crutch like that. Um, many decks do that. I don't understand. Because but you're a combo, a combo player, not a, a combo player. player will just overwhelm you, and a zoo player will just overwhelm you. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, it's all fun and games until Pride Mage comes out. Like, they're going to be in the game until Pride Mage resolves, and then you win. Yeah. Because, like, you can just set up sick plays to kill Batterskull. Oh, you tapped out for some odd reason to play Jace? I'll blow it up. Mm-hmm. Green Sun, blow it up. It's, I don't know. We're going to, there's definitely going to be a Stoneblade list in the top 16. I don't think I, so. I think there will be. I'm putting money on it. it says How much money do you want to put on it? One whole straw penny. <laughs> what you put your money where your mouth is? One dollar. Let's go, let's go, let's go $25. I'm not, I don't have that much Well, you're so confident that. I'm pretty sure you don't have, you don't have to spend money going to freaking Tennessee. I'm sure you're so dark confident. Cha-ching. That really? You can't, really? That you can't? You just made a dark confidant pun? Yeah. I hate you. And Ravnica hates you. You can't, you can't, you, you, you think. I say one dollar says that Stoneforge. We will forget about this. That Stone, uh, but Stone, when, when, I, when I see Stoneblade, I'm like, hey, I want my $25. And I say that every time. Except for I haven't agreed to it. So uh, there's no reason to. I'll $10 in trade. No. One dollar. No, not. That's All a right. waste of time. All right. Okay. Um, be, I, I say there's going to be no uh, Stoneblade in the top six. I think you're high. And that, you that, look a little blazed which up. Which brings right? me to my next uh, topic is what I believe will be the top deck in this. Which will be, I think the winner is going to be Painter Stone. Well, you're, you're really cutting into what we was going to talk about this. Well, we can, we can uh, all right, well, well, we're going to go Painter Stone straight into... That's going to be our deck of the week is Painter Stone. Which... At first glance, this deck looks expensive, but it's really not that bad. And it's a fucking dumb good deck. Like, mm-hmm. the deck is just good. <laughs> like, we'll go more into it when we take our break and we go into our deck of the week. But Painter Stone mills your opponent in, like, two your, turns. Like, the whole deck, their whole deck in, like, turn two or three. Mm-hmm. Consistently. With Force Backup, with Days, with Shitopotamus. Like,. They just, shit upon them. they just go shit upon us on you, and you're done. Mm. Okay, but whose team are you on? You wrote this down. I, I think Team America is also going to have a big, strong, which is just bug control. I, I I personally don't think so. I don't think this is the time for team decks. Team decks do a lot better when there's a defined metagame. You're, you're absolutely right. The and team decks are metagame decks. They're like, okay, this is doing really well. I can have the him package, Thoughtseize. I can have all this hate in the sideboard to go for these like top decks. When there's such a wide open format like it is right now with new cards from Innistrad, then I don't, uh, I don't, I'm not looking at it to be a big player. Snapcastering him seems really good. Nice black, black, blue, and one, bro. It happens. Well, oh, on the turn I would play Jace. I'm just gonna him you again. I'm Next turn, I'll play Jace. I'm fine with discarding two cards to keep from a Jace happening. I'm pretty sure. I'm fine with him. Especially if you have Metalworker in play. <laughs> Especially when you have, no, not Metalworker, but uh, Wilder. <laughs> or any of them. But, uh, oh yeah, like, <laughs> I'm just going to bring this up. If people, if you see your opponent has Goblin Wilder in play, you do not him to Turok them, no matter what. You might have three in your hand. You don't do it until you. You do it like you got a deed on board. No. Yeah. Like you, you him them and then you deed one, blow up their. Water. How about you just deed one then him them? Yeah, same difference. So you're agreeing with me not to him them until you deal with that goblin wilder. Exactly. Because deal with the goblin wilder. It's not that hard. I've went turn one, great furnace wilder go, and they go, uh, Urborg, Mox Diamond, pitch something, him Turok you. Okay, I pitched, randomly pitched. Oh, look at that, Worm Cool and a Mirror Battle Sphere. My turn, draw, blah, go, turn my land into a Mirror Battle Sphere. Wasteland it in response. No, Wasteland it before you can do that, before you get an upkeep for that. Aha, I didn't think about that, Mox did you? Oval, Baltic Key, Grimmauld. Okay, okay, you're making your point. All right, uh, what was this? Hmm. <laughs> I can't remember the I don't joke. Remember. Oh, yeah, you can go, uh, 
Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Crap, it was on the Dark Ritual. Because once you make black, 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 you can't go back. Back, back. Back. That's no. such awful. No, it wasn't like that. Uh, oh, shnikes. Oh, right. oh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, sinkhole. Sinkhole? Yeah, because they used to play sinkhole, but then once you went black, black, you couldn't go back. No, no, I said I'm pretty sure if you go black, black, you want to be going black, black for him to Turok. Oh, and then I said once you go black, black, you gonna go back. Back, yeah, that's what. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening to our 10 minute joke, guys. Yep, uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Come back with our painter stone primer slash play this deck dot play this dot deck. Before we leave, we actually skipped over one of our topics. It's how to pace yourself. I believe we went over that. No, we 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 did a little like. Summary of it. This is how you pace yourself. When you get to an or before you get to an event, stop at a grocery store, stop at a gas station, something like that. Get you a bottle of water or an energy. I would stay away from energy drinks. I like sodas. to get. Like you can bars. have like a like a Red Bull or something. That's fine. Unless you're don't get one of those like gigantic monsters or anything. First thing is they're shitty to carry around. Uh, get you a granola bar or a bunch something. bunch of snacks you can yeah, eat. Yeah, snacks, but nothing like super sugary. Because that'll get you on a sugar high, and like for the few first few rounds of the day, you'll feel great. And then when you when that sugar rush kicks and like you're done, you you have a headache. You won't be able to think straight. It's happened to me so many damn times. Like I'd go to IHOP beforehand and eat like assload of pancakes. I'm like feeling amazing. An assload, a metric on people's assload? faces. And round five rolls around, and I'm like. I just really tried to doomplay the Black Knight. What the <laughs> fuck am I thinking? That doesn't work at all. And I'm like, sure, uh, swing into your wormhole engine. Shit! I forgot to add Death Touch. <sighs> but, uh, so don't buy shit at the events because it's like $7 for a fucking bottle of water. Yeah. Bring your own stuff. Uh, a lot of places have signs that say uh, no outside Drink some food aloud. Just keep it hidden. Put it in your pocket. Like, oddly enough, like, hidden apparently means in that little uh, bottle holder on the side of your backpack. Like, I walked by these ladies, and they looked straight at my backpack and didn't say anything, which I, I'm pretty sure they just didn't give a shit. I'm pretty sure they don't care. Because they were making, like, six bucks an hour, something like that. Yeah, they don't care. But, uh... I'm pretty sure that's not... Make, make sure you keep hydrated is the main thing. Yeah. Uh, make sure you have snacks is another thing. If you have an abundance of snacks and you don't think you're going to be able to eat them, find some, like, find a friend that's just like, ugh, oh, I feel like shit. Share your damn snacks. They, they made the mistake of not bringing anything. Let them have a bag Here's of a little tips and tricks I'm going to give you guys. Uh, make yourself an out-of-order sign. Get to the event early. Find a bathroom stall. Slap that out of water sign on it. That way, no one's using your bathroom all day. Why? 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 That way, you got a clean bathroom if you have to take twosies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's some tricks and tips from the old boy Day Day. Well, see, at freaking Atlanta, there was. I, I didn't count them. There's probably about 25 stalls in that bathroom. There was. Like, I kind of, like, I kind of... But I yeah, you know how it is when people get in there and just start pissing everywhere. You fucking clean the seat off. You don't just sit down and piss. Yeah, but if you go in there and you get the, a clean stall and you slap an out of order, do not open the sign on there, and, and you, you go in there like... Out of order, do not open, and in parentheses, there's puke in here. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Shit everywhere. Don't go in here. Ebola virus inside. Quarantine. Alright, so I think that's a good time to stop the yeah, just, podcast. Uh, just stick around, guys. We'll, uh, we'll be have, back with Painter we'll Servant grinding Grindstone. Your, we'll be grinding your stones here in a little bit. Okay, everyone, welcome back. Uh, our deck of the week is... is The winner for this week is going to be... Goblin... Painter Stone. <laughs> Painter Stone, which, if you don't know, is a combo deck that is enabled by two cards... And uh, the two cards are Painter Servant, which is a two-mana artifact that says, as Painter Servant comes into play, choose a color. All cards that aren't in play, spells, permanents, and permanents are the chosen color in addition to their other colors. Alongside 
a grindstone. Okay, grindstone is a one mana artifact, another card that was pretty much shot down by middle misstep. That is three mana tap to activate. Put the top two cards of target player's library into their graveyard. So they mill two. If both cards share at least one color, repeat the process. And because you name uh, blue. You always name it. blue. Well, yes. you don't. Uh, it's like a hundred percent. It's like a ninety-nine percent chance you name blue. Like because you're running Force of Will as well. So like a land is now blue, and you can pitch it to Force of Will. Like the only time I would see somebody not running blue is if like I see somehow see their hand and see that they have like Force of Will and nothing to pitch. I wouldn't name blue there. I'd just say okay, red, orange. No, you have to leave. You have to legally name a legal color in that. I know. Fag. Gold. <laughs> That's not legal. I know. Uh, all right, let's run down. This is the number one first, or this is the last first place deck list for this guy. On the low end, with a, with a little bit of our own stuff. Yeah, we're changing a few cards. Uh, the low end on this deck is a little over a thousand dollars, and by a little, I mean it's about it's about twelve hundred dollars. It's not horrible. It's not horrible considering like Merfolk's eleven hundred dollars to build. Uh, all right, so let's go over the creatures. It's running four Goblin Wilder. I think all of them run this now because. No mental misstep means you can run this guy out on turn one. This guy resolves. If he sticks around, you can just outright win with him by just keeping the two pieces into the play. Goblin Wooder, if you don't know what it is, you probably live under a rock. It's a one-mana, one-one goblin that you tap it, exchange target artifact. A player controls for target artifact card in that player's graveyard. So basically, you tap him and you swap your... Uh, whatever, Mox Opal for a Grindstone, and then you win. Uh, it's really good protection if they counter whatever you're trying to play. It's like, thank you. Or if they hem you or Thoughtseize, whatever. Like, this makes this deck a lot more if consistent. You, if you discard it with your eyes out of diamond. Yeah. Like that. Intuition. Uh, it's running one Trinket Mage. I think you're going to see Trinket Mage come back in after a middle misstep. You know, obviously, because you can just play this and go grab uh, a top, a, a top, a Mox Opal, a Lion's Eye Diamond, a Grindstone, or a... Uh, uh, your lands. A, yeah. A, uh, sea of the Synod. Sea of the Synod. Great Furnace. Or Great Furnace. Nile yeah. Spell Bomb. Uh, yeah, Nile uh, it's, it's running. It's running four Brainstorm, four Force of Will, four Grindstone. By the way, that was four Goblin Wilder and four Painter Servant. And one Trinket Mage. And one Trinket Mage. The deck list is going to be on our website, www.thescootphase.com. Uh, it's running four Intuition. Probably one of my favorite cards in it's, Legacy. I think it's the best card in this deck because with Goblin Wilder, you can go Intuition. I'll go get uh, Painter Servant, Grindstone, and Lines Eye Diamond. Which one are you going to give me? Yeah, which one? Probably or if you just need one of them. And you got one in the grave? Oh, yeah, yeah just, if you have one in hand, just go get both of them. You can go they, grab They give you something welded into play. GG, bro. Also, it's an instant. So, like... End of your turn, yeah. <laughs> if you didn't have a counter spell and Painter Servant uh, was resolved and you were trying to resolve a grindstone, you could go Intuition for Force of Will. Like, response to your Force of Will. I'm going to Intuition, go grab all three forces... I'll pitch my island in my Force of Will. Or, or to play Force of Will. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Stupid shit like that. And uh, it's also running three lines on Diamond. And it's to Goblin Wilder it back into play. Uh, you can just dump if, your hand. If you get both pieces in play, you can activate it to just activate the Grindstone. Yeah, end. Grindstone costs three to activate. so You can actually go turn one Grindstone, turn two Painter Servant, lines on Diamond, pop it, grind you. Yeah, yeah, you can go like this, like... Let's finish out the deck, and we'll explain how it yeah. plays. It plays one misdirection just to protect Painter Servant, because Painter Servant's a 1-3 a creature. Uh, it's running three Mox Opal, because Mox Opal, is go you're going to have metal crafting, and it's pretty rape. Uh, a uh, One of Power Blast and Red Elemental Blast, because... With main deck painter servant, it you can just name blue and it turns it into a red counter target spell or red destroy target. Target. Red vindicate. Yeah, red vindicate and counter spell. 
runs three tops. Yep. And one transmute artifact. One transmute artifact. Which a lot of people don't really understand because it's a giant block of text, but I can explain it very easily. It's a blue-blue sorcery that, uh, you, as an additional cost, you sacrifice an artifact. You search your library for another artifact and put it into play, or try to put it into play. Uh, if it's the same converted mana cost, it's fine. If it's more, you have to pay the difference. And if you don't pay the difference, uh, it goes to your graveyard instead of coming into play. So you could just transmute if you didn't have the mana and then welder it into play. Yeah. If, I mean, that's worst case scenario. A lot of times you want to top to go grab a grindstone. Or, or yeah, you want to transmute your top into a grindstone. Uh-huh. Uh, Lands is running three Ancient Tomb, two City of Traders, three Flutter Strand, three Great Furnace, which is an artifact land, one Island, two Polluted Delta, four Sea of the Synod, and four Volcanic Island. See this side not being an artifact land, you can do Goblin Wilder tricks with as well and Trinket Mage tricks. Um, all right, we're not going to go over the sideboard because sideboard like this also this deck also sideboards into a Show and Tell Emerical deck, which you uh, don't have to do. You don't have to do, but just on the odd chance that like there's no like they're running Show like if they're run, if you go against High Mind, which is also running Show and Tell Emerical, like. You have to, like, response to the activation, or response to Emrakul's trigger, you have to pop, like, Nile Spellbomb, and which becomes way too hard to do. You can just outrace them with Show and Tell Emrakul, because you're basically playing the same exact decks. Uh, and the rest of it's Pithing Needle, you can go get with Trinket Mage and Transmute Artifact. Uh, Tormor's Crypt, same thing. Stuff like that, you can run really, like, one or zero mana artifacts, but... Like, explain to me how a turn one goes with this sack. This, uh, it can have the possibility of going, uh, God Hand, turn one, uh, land, uh, grindstone, turn two, land, painter servant naming blue, lines out diamond, pop lines out diamond. Actually, actually hand. God Hand can go, look at this, ancient tomb, mox opal, uh, Lines Eye Diamond. <laughs> Painter Servant, Grindstone. You, pop lines you tap, play your Grindstone for two, or your, your, uh, Painter Servant. Then you tap your, cause you have Metal Crafting, man. You tap your Mox Opal. Mox Opal, play Painter Servant, crack your LED. For Grindstone, and then crack your LED and activate. That is the absolute God Hand. That's almost an unbeatable God Hand if they're, unless you're playing Force of Will. Yeah. Or days, but you can get around days because you probably have... Well, if you're going first, you, they don't have days. Yeah, if you're going first, you can just blow them out game one. <laughs> um, this uh, What happens much more frequently was what I was saying, was the turn two one. Yeah, turn two, it go uh, Ancient Tomb, Painter Servant, or Grindstone, or Land Grindstone. Uh, Mox Opal, they'll run that out there too. And then pass turn, next turn... Painter Servant, Lion's Eye, Crack It, Activate, you lose. This is a fun deck. It's a very fast deck. It, uh, with Goblin Wilder, it has a lot of rebound because you do get stopped a lot by, like, Path. Uh, and, like, people will Path your Painter Servant in response to your first activation of Grindstone. Mm-hmm. And whoever wins the counter war for that can usually win the game. Yeah. One thing to be wary of with this is something like mud that runs like a blight still colossus. Uh, I've been thinking about this. Like if if this deck actually gets popular again, I was gonna run a second blight still on my sideboard and just side it in against them and just wait for them to go off because every time they go off from then on, the game the game ends in a draw because they activate it and I mill through my deck. And uh, every time I hit a Blightstone Colossus, it goes right back in the wouldn't, deck. Wouldn't you lose after two turns of that? No, because it's an infinite loop. Because every time Blightstone would go to the graveyard, it goes back in my deck instead. So eventually it's going to get down to just two Blightstone Colossus. And, oh, I'll mill two Blightstone Colossus. They share a color. They go back in. I'll mill two Blightstone Colossus. They share a color. They go back in. I'll mill two Blightstone Colossus. So it's just infinite loop. Game ends in the draw. Right yeah. Now. yeah. 
That way they can't, they, usually, they can't actually win the game. They usually board in the Nile Spellbomb. T- that doesn't matter against that. How would they stop that then? They can't. They'd have to blow up their... Actually, they can't because uh, that's in the middle of a, of a ability. That ability will never resolve fully. Okay, I'm pretty sure they're going to win game one then and then draw no. out the other two games. Okay. I'm sure they're fine with that. Uh, you don't just play three games. You play until time runs out. I've played four games before. Okay. I'm with you. You, It's the best of, of three games, which means it's a race. You have to You're going to draw that Blackstone game through, though. Oh, no. And you have no way to get like, it there, out there, of there. There are little cards that, like, these little road decks, like Mud plays, that absolutely just hose the deck that you have to just draw out of. Academy Ruins. That that just makes you have to, like, grind them again. Like, you can grind them, and then they're like, Academy Ruins, you have to grind them again at that point. Because they'll just have a card on top every time. And hope they don't have the Mind Slaver in their deck like I did. Because I've Mind Slavered one and took their turn, grinded themselves with one from that. <laughs> That's funny. I, uh... I really like this deck. Uh, if you already have Force of Wills, you already have LEDs, and you already have polluted or uh, uh, volcanic islands, this deck is a lot easier to build. Yep. Like that's the bulk of the money. Uh, and like I said, this you don't have to sideboard into Show and Tell Emerical. You can. Yeah. Like that just makes this deck not one dimensional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because a a deck that's got a lot of hate for this can just blow you out, like badly. Yeah, this is a this is a deck that actually me and Day Day would actually like to play. But uh, I've played it before. I don't believe you played it, correct? Uh, I've not actually played with. I haven't played with it in actual cards. I have played with it online. Okay, but uh, it's that, fun. It's fun. A lot of games end in force of will no. battles. Who, whoever has the force of will wins. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll try to run it out, trying to bait out. Like, with Welder, like, I didn't play the Welder version, but, like, I re- I'm, like, chomping at the bits. I want to play this Welder version. Because you can just run it out. Bait. They have to force it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They have to counter it. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of, like, running, uh, like, a Painter Stone, like, a, pa- a Painter Servant and a Grindstone on my mud deck. Ooh. Hand transmute artifacts. <laughs> no. Actually, yeah. That's yeah. funny. You... Oh, I, I, there is one, there's a deck that makes, or there's a version of this deck that makes it retarded good. Like with uh, Imperial Recruiters. In, with Imperial well, Recruiters. I honestly don't think it is. I think Imperial Recruiters is only good in one deck, and that's Alluren. Alright, it is really good in Alluren, but it tutors up Painter's Servant. Which? And Grindstone. Or, or and Goblin Wilder. You okay. run, you run, instead of Trinket Mage, you run three. Uh, you cut down and you run three Imperial Recruiter. And I, hate, I hate to have to go Imperial Recruiter, go get uh, Trinket Mage, Trinket Mage, go get Grindstone. When you could just run Fabricate. Fabricate. You could, but you could go Imperial Recruiter. Recruiter gets two creatures, right? No, it just gets a creature. I thought I got two. No, that, that'd make it broken itself. It's already broken itself. No, it's not. The reason why it's 200 and something dollars is not because it's that good. It's because it was only one. It's a mediocre card. It was only printed once. Right. Like, uh, if you put that in standard right now, it doesn't do anything. You're right. It, 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 it gets it, reckless. It's a, squadron. it's a really weird squadron. It hole. gets reckless waif. It gets and scat, Snapcaster Mage. Scatcaster Mage? Scatcaster Mage. That's the new nickname, Scatcaster Mage. <laughs> but, uh, that wraps up the uh, 16th episode of the Scoop Phase. Yeah. Hopefully we have a special guest next week. Yeah. Uh... His name might be Odd Tanderson. Who knows? Or something similar. I don't know yet. I gotta talk to him. Um, okay. Uh, that that wraps it up. Uh, Decklist is gonna be on the website. Uh, big ups. Big ups to Zach Hicks for being a little nanny nanny boo boo girl. Big ups for uh, getting stood up on uh, drinking night. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, that happened tonight. I was like, yeah, let's go ahead and wrap this up. 
I got drinking to do, and then it's like, oh, by the way, I'm not coming. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't hold it against her, unless she lets me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it happens. I mean, it's a weeknight. You know, not everybody uh, has a vivacious life yeah. livelihood like you. She's got elementary school in the morning, so. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a school night. It's a school night. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, big ups to uh, the trash can for holding all of our garbage. Uh, big ups. I got big ups, too. Big ups. Go for it. I got big ups. I've got five people writing articles for me now, not including you. Uh, which you're gonna? Did, did you see the, the? I did. Did you? It's a secret. Did you like the topic? A little bit. Did it kind of get the juices flowing? Not really. I'll find something. Don't worry about it. It's probably gonna be about Warp World. Please don't write about what did I write? Everybody is uh, combo players' perspective of a mental misstepless legacy. Yeah, why not? That's a sick article. All right, if you want to run a, an article of a combo player's guide to no misstep legacy, uh, get with me on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, that's at Scoop Phase uh, or at the Scoop Phase, uh, and I'm Scoop Phase on Twitter, an actual person. So, or Facebook. So just hit us up there. My big ups are done. I'm excited about my writers. If you want to write for the show, I will give you any idea if you want off the cuff. I don't care if you're a pro. I don't care if you're an amateur. I don't care if you have no arms, can't write. You have no arms, can't write. You got to do it all by speech. I'll write it for you. We can do it over Dragon Skype. Speak. Um, I don't care if you're black, white, purple, green. Black, white, purple. You know green. what? No, screw that. Screw purple and green people. I hate them. I was going to say something, but those green people. Fuck purple people. Unless they're choking. Then help them. Hey, purple people eaters, you know, they're out there. <laughs> they're a real threat. Anyway, that wraps it up. We're dragging on now, so uh, roar. Dragging on. Con? Yeah, shut up. Uh, anyways, be good, guys. Get with me on Facebook. America! Fuck yeah!